What's up, everyone? Well, it looks like we finally managed to get out of town and back on the road. It was nice to get a few things done in Madrigal and hopefully answer a few questions, but, you know, we gotta get a move on. This episode's a good example, yet again, of how player choices can shape the narrative, and, like, no matter what I think will go down, I'm pretty much always wrong. Enjoy the episode, and thanks for hanging out with us, and we'll catch you on the flip side. If you want to jump right to it, you can hit the 12-minute mark. I'll talk to you guys soon. Previously on Knucklebones. Our heroes dilly-dallied around the city of every road for another afternoon until the time came to meet with the king's assistant, Corvin, played by Natalie Portman, and get their grubby little hands on a few real nice magic items. Come sunrise, they grab some horses and hit the road. The butts traverse the familiar home road east towards Sirfindal and pass the scene of the very first meteor impact. They ended this leg of the journey right back where it all began. The very first roadhouse. Road Bone Boys, Scalades, Osteo-NBs, Trantaluses, Chitin Kids, and all the cartilaginous folk in between. Welcome back to Knucklebones. I just butt. made a gang symbol using the... Using your butt. I just, I just made a gang symbol using Natalie Portman's initials. Oh. I, I missed Whoa. it because I was reading. Can you show me? Oh, what's up, North Pole, baby? North Pole! <laughs> oh, no, either way. <laughs> this uh, kid's would, living in the past. This this kid doing it with two. You do It's one hand, man. You do it. You got to hit Thank the MP, that. baby. Man, mm-hmm. I feel bad for Max. Someday you can come up there with us. How's that sound? I really think it would be fun to take a dude to a big group trip and take a bunch of our friends up to Alaska and be like, listen... <laughs> You guys need to see where we're from. And it'd be so fun. We so, can see the one stoplight. <laughs> yeah. So like weird uh, thing about this is terrible podcast content, but uh, my parents' house is an Airbnb now and it has like a huge and could fit a bunch of people and I have obviously a hookup. So, Oh, yeah. so we're going. I, uh, Kat and Amaya have both told me that they would love to go to Alaska with me. Uh, and I'm, like, I just think it would be fantastic. Every time I see someone from Alaska on a dating app, I just go, huh, I wonder if they know Nick, Mikey, and Matt. <laughs> 90% chance. If they are from North, <laughs> if they are in our age group and they are from North Pole or Fairbanks, there's a possibility. Yeah, I think Fairbanks is pretty common. I love that, like, this is one of those things that used to I used to get mad at, like, oh yeah, I know everyone who's in Alaska. And then literally every time it's, every time it's happened, one was a bouncer at a bar here in California who was like, oh, hey, I know a guy from Alaska. You, you might know him. And I was like, yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah, he's probably he named from the guy that uh, we went to school with for fucking 15 years and went to my house. A bunch of kids I've known for forever. Whoa. Yeah. Um, and then Wild. the other time it was a woman who was quite a bit older than me. And they were like, hey, she also lived in North Pole. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, whatever. Turns out she went to high school with my parents, knows all of them super well. And grew up in a house that was on like next door to where my my friend would grow up like twenty years later, and wow. it was one of those like nope yep we know all the same people actually even though we're like not even in the same generation, completely insane. I had that happen to me where a coworker of mine said Michael someone on my buy nothing group you know so in my neighborhood uh, is from North Pole Alaska and I was like well I wonder who they are you know we all know each other it's like being a bit real dick about it uh, and then she said their name and I was like 
Yep. Uh, I saw her two weekends ago. Her son and I went to high school together. <laughs> so she bought me breakfast. Nope. Fuck, we do all know each other. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 uh, cool, cool. All both of us. All both of us. <laughs> I guess that settles that. We're moving along. <laughs> I look... It's it's nights like these that I just am so sad that the rest of the world doesn't get Max's video feed. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, it's true. What what I need you to know, dear listener, is that anytime <laughs> Max isn't talking, he's doing absolutely ridiculous visual shenanigans that I honestly am not going to try to describe, but I love them so so much. Just wait till we start streaming content. That's when you'll really, really get the nuts and bolts of Max. Yeah. This week's flavor is me playing with my newly formed mustache. Uh, mm. That's mostly what it is. Mm. Speaking of mustaches. So this this week's flavor is safer. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I knew that was going to get giggles out of the two of you and an eye roll from Max, and I'm so happy that it paid off. <laughs> It's too predictable. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Well, that's it. Let's go. Let's play. Oh, okay. Bye, guys. Oh, Max but, is leaving. Okay. It's just a ghost that, was only, that was only like four minutes of, of chatter. I mean, I, I mean, we haven't like talked about any like heartwarming videos of animal friends lately. Mm-hmm. Or, or mm-hmm. Uh, I just turned Tiger King on in the front room. Oh. For the dogs to watch. Yeah, I like to I let really... my dogs have something to watch while we're playing. And uh, I don't know if they like Tiger King or not. But... I'm, I, we can have a conversation off air about whether that's a show that they should be watching. <laughs> Is that appropriate? Um, especially for... <laughs> with, without, without us there to um, yeah, yeah. explain. Because there's some, there's some shit that goes down there. And I'm, I'm worried it's a little bit uh, mature. Up. So, mm-hmm. uh, meth up is that, yes, mature, meth up, same thing. So, um, but, but hopefully no, no damage is done. And, uh, it's so weird that Tiger King is already nostalgic. (laughs) Like, like what, what have we come to that one year later I turned it on because it's a classic. You turned it on because there's new episodes. (laughs) Oh yeah. I I, I guess that's, that's why it was up there. Yeah. That's, that's probably right. Yeah. (laughs) But it is also a classic. Well, I think we have to work on how you use the word classic. Yeah. What do you, you don't think that's a classic? No, I think it's trash TV about trash human beings. I think, I think Tiger King was the only thing that the world had to do for the first month of the pandemic. And so everybody knows what it is. Exactly. Listen, everybody knows that was our, that was our unifier. (laughs) I don't even think we finished the first season. There is no more cultural touchstone than there is in the Tiger King. That's not the right... That's not grammatically correct. And it's not factually correct. I know what I said. I I know what I said. It is both grammatically and factually incorrect. Yeah, the structure of that (laughs) sentence matched the content of that sentence. (laughs) You were watching too much Tiger King. Oh, man. I'm starting to speak like Tiger King. Uh, Yeah, I don't even know his name. I just know her name. Because that, that bitch Carol Baskins. Yeah. His name's Joe Exotic. How do you not remember a name like Joe Exotic? I don't know. It just doesn't have the it doesn't have the je ne sais quoi that 
that bitch Carol Baskin has. <laughs> How many people do you think made uh, like Beastmaster Rangers modeled after Tiger King? Oh, oh I'm yeah. sure a lot. Like, I'm like, sure a lot. Roughly eight billion, right? Yeah. Well, I just cha- I just changed the name of my Beastmaster just now. Uh, so there you go. He, wa- he was Persimmon. Now he's Joe Exotic. What if he's Exotic Joe? What if you just switch it up a little bit? It's like the off brand. Actually, that sounds a little problematic. I don't like that. <laughs> this is going to get cut. What about... You know, every time you say that, Nick, I don't Nick, it. Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick. Nick. Hey, Nick. For my future employment, this has to get cut. <laughs> okay. This fucking bitch. Her little, and her little dog, too. Oh. oh. There it is. There it is. There it is. Or... Or wait, what if it's just Joe Exotic, but it's a female and her name is J O, Jane Exotic. What if Jane Exotic? Carol Exotic. Carol Baskets. Carol Basket Case. (laughs) Carol, her her husband's in a casket case. Carol Bread Basket. No, too soon, too soon. You know, Max, you were you were saying earlier that uh, you know when we all get together, our energy is very chaotic. And I, you know, I just I think maybe you're underselling us a little bit. <laughs> Did you not see my tiny hat on Halloween, buddy? That was chaotic, oh, chaotic energy, oh, big that time. That was tiny big hat. chaos mm-hmm. energy. Yeah, let's let's forget truck dick. Let's talk about the tiny hat uh, with the rest of my Patagonian dick. jeans outfit that I had going on. It was a good look. Of you really dressed to the nines. You dressed for a really crisis, did. you know? Yeah. An emotional one. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Nick had a truck dick. So. Truck dick? Not a shame. Truck dick and a dump truck for an ass. Wait, I don't remember that. <laughs> no, it's. A, I'm objectifying you, Nicholas. Is that a good thing? Yes. Hell yeah. Means you got cake. And that's a good thing. <laughs> I feel like we're getting, oh, this is a little God. cyclical. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, Podcast it, pitch number 75. <laughs> we just say things that people our age definitely know, and Nick tries to figure out what they are. <laughs> and Nick, no, the, no, the pitch is we tell Nick about things that we that people our age definitely know, and he has to guess whether or not it is real it's or true. fake. Yeah. Ooh, I oh, that. I like that. That's a great segment. Catch it on the x-ray. Oh yeah, definitely. I feel like I, I legitimately feel like you guys could get some fucking stinkers on me that I would miss. Oh yeah, I just need to talk to a twelve-year-old for seven minutes, and I would have content for an hour and a half. So speaking of baskets, <laughs> great show on FX with gonna... Andy with uh, God, Jack I love a good segue. I you know what I gave up long ago trying to do a, do a good segue. I'm just I just I just hit him now. I just hate Who was now. even talking about baskets? Like I don't. Don't worry about oh. it. I know how to edit. <laughs> Is that just you? <laughs> Nick's just gonna put in seven minutes of basket talk if it's just him. It's just him and uh, cousin honestly, Michael just out of nowhere talking about underwater basket weaving. Yeah, that yep. would be the fucking the biggest move. I actually fully support this. Never mind, you're right. Power Total play. power move. Baskets. Baskets are like roadhouses in that they are both, they both can be square hmm. and they both contain things. <laughs> so there you have it. So there you have it. A segue. 
<laughs> very another, coherent and well conceptualized segue. Another instance of man, if you would have just seen my face, it just was absolute, <laughs> just absolute disgust. Like cannot be verbalized. Is like between sixty-eight and ninety-two percent of uh, communication is is body language, and I was just a hundred percent right there. We'll start off by rehashing uh, an old scene like we did last week. It goes a little something like this. This close to Madrigal. This close to Madrigal. The roadhouse is fairly large. Two-story, timber-framed, and it looks like it has a newly done red clay tile roof. Even a maintained stable is built onto the side, currently occupied by many horses. Inside smells like fresh apple pie and stale cigarettes. A dozen round tables are dotted around the room, and a number of people lean over bowls of stew and gulp mead from steins. Silence falls in the room for just a second as you enter, and the men in the room, 20, 25 soldiers, fully armored, gaze upon you. A single man in a fine blue chess piece emblazoned with the indigo lighthouse of Astrovale approaches Galtier, hand outstretched. Ah, the indigo oath knights of Astrovale have answered our king's call, Brother Crimson. I am Dagon Dosk, and this is my retinue. And then, from behind the roadhouse bar, an older woman with length of red ribbon in her hair says, I'll be with you in a moment. What do you guys do? Hello there, Mr. Dosk. It sure is a pleasure to see you this fine evening. Ah, likewise. I wasn't expecting to see the Crimson out this far. Did you come to escort us back? <laughs> no, we're actually on a bit of a trip ourselves, heading uh, around your way to Asaphir. You're headed up the road. Yes, sir. Uh, wasn't aware that there was any troops headed that direction. Last I heard, everybody was headed towards Madrigal. We are very special. Yeah, that is true, yes. We have uh, hmm. special orders from the king on a, a bit of a side mission, if you will. I see, uh, I see. Babitha Burbage. You all of a sudden uh, realizes that there is a woman, uh, you know, waist high, uh, just interrupting, raising her hand up to him. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, ma'am. Uh, Dagan Dosk, it is a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> For sure, indeed. Uh, and this is Blep. Blep uh, uh, kind of tips his oui. giant hat uh, in a little bow. Dagan Dosk just smashes his hand on his chest beast right over his heart uh as Liza said we are very special uh they were just walking right by just like not even <laughs> worth like talking to just we're very special okay bye and just like uh and is just gonna be walking up to the barkeep and it's just gonna be like okay so what's your deal well see my deal is They've taken most of the food out already, but I've got a bit of potato stew still brewing up nope, in the back. And... Nope, nope, I'm not, you not, mm, you're the same person as the other barkeep at the other roadhouse. Are you everywhere? Do you have tunnel? Oh, you must be thinking about my cousin. Mrs. What's your a. name? We, we, we get around a little a. bit. I'm Mrs. A, but it was my cousin, Mrs. C, that she saw. No, I think I saw Miss B. Where did you see her? And why am I talking like you? 
I have that effect on people. <laughs> Some would say it's charisma. Others would say poor improv skills. Right, well, where were you? Um... Tinktorum, where she lives, darling. Don't you keep track? Yes, B for Tinktorum, obviously. Well, no, I try to keep myself over towards Tulitone. I try to keep myself off towards the east. I mean, off towards the west. I'm really bad with direction. Oh. <laughs> it's extremely off-putting, but I've I still will... I've a rather large family. I mean, you are Irish. Uh, so, I'm going to pay for That's a room. What's that a supposed thing. to mean? <laughs> I think that the fact that Ireland doesn't exist in our oh, land. Yeah, that's well, fair. you don't know that it doesn't exist. Where did I come from? Orland. Uh, I'm from <laughs> my cousins and myself, my entire family from Orland. Now we're known for the mines. Much ore comes from Orland. Oh, wow. Orland. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's an yeah. island. I Made of ore. <laughs> or Orland Island, yes. <laughs> I, I knew that the mine in life was never much for me, so I took up serving. Huh. I don't know if you know this, but... Well, but <laughs> but also, you know, we, we're, we're a bit of an entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial family. We own all of these roadhouses. But that's, and that's my story. <laughs> it's not necessarily this woman. It's the fact that we've run into, what, three roadhouses at this point, and all of them are well, the same is... woman? This is the same roadhouse, though, right? This is the well, very first this roadhouse. Very yeah. first this is where we. This, oh, fuck. this is the same so, red. This yeah. is the same red ribbon in her hair woman that I oh, yeah. was trying okay. to chat out. Yeah. Well. Mm -hmm. So anywho, I knew right away that it wasn't going to be good for me to be in the mines. Not something I'm into. <laughs> so I said to my mom and pa, I said, "I'm about to get out of here." And we, well, a couple of my cousins and myself, we moved away and we decided to start up our own roadhouses. The kingdom finances them, but it's up to us to run them. I'm very proud of you. Uh, Galtier has just like finally made soon. it over to the rest <laughs> of the group, and he hears just this last little bit. <laughs> oh, wow, we're telling stories? Please, tell us more about your parents. <laughs> what are their names? This is the one that want, that you uh, were, like, straight up gonna have? fuck. Yeah. Well, I've got 26 cousins. Mother of God. It's 26 of you. It's, it's a rather large family. But it's not really that large. Everybody has a couple of kids, and we've got a big family. It's not so bad. It's not so bad. I've got a couple of brothers and sisters myself as well. But anywho, me, me, fa father Tiffany, when he worked in the mines, he always Did said. Did you say your name was D Dagan? Oh, oh yeah. We, we just start talking <laughs> to the fucking old night. So that the bartender, Smash can, cut. the innkeeper, can just <laughs> tell us her life story. <laughs> 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 Sus. Sus. <laughs> yeah, you, you, I, I forgot what my voice was too already. <laughs> it was not. Well, now, seems there, there seems to be some sort of epidemic going around here in this roadhouse. Who decided to have so many voices in one place? It's crazy. Anyways, yeah, Dagan Dosk, nice to meet you, ma'am. So, uh, you guys are on a... He, he, pop, he, he pops up behind Galtier at the bar as he's talking to the waste, as he's talking to the, to the bartender. So, I heard you guys are on a special mission. What, uh... What is correct? The king has asked us to, uh, perform some errands for him, so, like you said, most of the troops are moving back towards Madrigal, but we'll be heading out here, uh, on our way over to Astervale. 
Perhaps you have some uh, traveling tips for the road for us. Ah, uh, the way through Astrovale is just fine. There's nothing, uh, nothing going on that way. From what I've heard, everything's happening off to the west and the north over here. I ain't see nothing on the whole route. Uh, it's uh, four days through this pass to get to Astrovale, by the way. You ever been over that way before? Or uh, you guys are about to be foreigners for the first time? I get around, darling. He winks at you. My God, like baby. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's uh, it's my first time headed over towards Madrigal myself. I, uh, you know, it's a different, uh, it's a whole different place. You try to just uh, stay where you're from, you know. It's kind of strange over in different, you know, the different kingdoms. They're just it's a different, different world. It's a whole different. Like you got your king over here telling you what to do, and I don't know. Do we, as characters, know the like political structure of Astervale? Like, does that sentence like make sense to us, <laughs> or does this guy sound like 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 they, like they have this these they have oath knights that will absolutely answer to the king's call, which implies loyalty and devotion. But also, what the fuck's up with your king, guys? He's also your king. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's hit, let's hit a roll. Um, let's do a. Uh, Knowledge local. I don't know what the role is for this. Uh, history, probably. No, I think I think history. Or if you want to roll insight, you could do that too. Ooh, rough for Galtier. That's a ten. Uh, okay. I mean, I'll give you a, a, a baseline over in Astrovale. You know that they are uh, they're very. Um, oh, I don't know the word. Um, it's a military structure in Astrovale. They don't have like a king their their highest level over there would be their their admiral admiral yep are they um are they known for being like sort of the naval component mm-hmm. being on the coast okay very much so they kind of control so between astrovale and delane they kind of control all of the ports the main ports stratocracy stratocracy okay so yeah they control like some of the main Confident. ports coming in and out of also Ardalea. stratiocracy hmm I like that one better. Um, so that's kind of your baseline with a tan. You like you're aware of how of how different kingdoms are. Um, so it is kind of like it could make sense to you where somebody might think like a king is weird. Like he didn't do anything to get put there. He was just born in the right place and you obey him. Whereas in a stratocracy, you have to climb the ranks and acquire that rank. Uh, Galtier will sort of just like nod along and is like kind of side-eyeing um, Babitha and Liza, hoping for like context as well. Um, so what, now, of course, the uh, kingdoms are different, but those differences are what make us uh, strong when we are unified in times such as these. So we uh, appreciate you and uh, all of your other brothers coming down here and, and helping us out. Yeah, you know, there's a couple... Sorry, man. Go, go ahead and you do. I was oh no, I insist. Oh, oh no, I just. Oh, I get you. No, you go. <laughs> well, uh, if I'm being frank with you, ma'am, I forgot what I was gonna say. The two of you seem to have a uh, interesting energy. Is everything okay between both of y'all right now? Sorry, I broke my headphones. I have no idea what just well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you guys take a seat? I can move one of these one of these groups out of the way. I'll get you guys a table. Uh, I'll grab you some dinner. Let's get let's get eat. Let's eat. Let's talk. 
Tell me all about Madrigal. What do I need to know before I get there? So you, uh, sorry, they are a navy, yeah? They're, so they, yeah. they... Yeah, we flew our ships across the mountains. That's nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> no, don't look, don't look like you're trying to figure that out. <laughs> no. uh, I just want to know if this guy, Bapta is going to make sailor jokes, but if they're not actually sailors. Oh like, no, they definitely, they, they definitely are, for sure. Like, like I said, these guys are like the primary navy of Arbalea. They have the whole, that is their sort of thing over at Astrovale. So they're very structured. They have a good, uh, a good and established army. Um, so yeah, sailor jokes would be just fine, I guess, <laughs> if that's what you're leaning towards. So, um, well, just because I'm trying to figure out what's Babitha's weird angle with this guy, right? So if she, if her thing is like. Her angle is looking up at him. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> about forty-five no, degrees. degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you In guys. In many ways. Too. He's getting us a table. Yeah, so he'll he'll make a couple of his guys move out, and you know, uh, Crimson Oath Knight, you got to give them a seat. They're gonna need, you know, come on, be respectful, be res- get out of here, and uh, shoo a couple of people away and get you guys a table. So it's it's pretty crowded this evening. Like all the tables are filled up. There's people drinking beer, playing cards, playing, I think tack is canonical in this world. And like these people just spent four days traveling across the pass to get from Astrovale to here. And this is probably like the best rest that they're gonna have for a while. And like I said before, this place is also two stories. So upstairs is kind of like a- The inn? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you can check in with with Ms. A down here, get a room and, and head up there at any point. Um, it looks like it's going to be full up. I, I want Liza. So the last time that we collectively came into this area, this this uh, roadhouse, Liza surveyed and was a bit wary, just because still coming off of their first like that little mission that they had, and they spotted the who we would later later like figure out was. Willow and Rooney mm-hmm. and all them folks. So could Liza just kind of get a lay of the land in terms of who else is in here? Is it mostly just uh, these military guys or are there some other folks yeah, that are hanging why in Why don't you roll me a... Just Deception let's go for check. perception. Let's go perception. Um, 17. Well, that's pretty good. Shout out having like 15 uh, skills that are I'm good at. <laughs> Brag about it. Bards, baby. So you are specifically scanning this room looking for anything that seems out of place. And as you're looking around, this one guy really sticks out to you. All these other guys are dressed up in their uh, regalia. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Like they're they're full they're full suit, like they're presenting themselves as indigo oath knights, like they're on a mission, they're they're marching. Um, and there's one guy that's just dressed in this like beat up old black like traveler's cloak. It's like there's bulges all over it, like he's got a bunch of stuff under his under his coat that you can't quite make out. Um, and as he's like tilts his head back taking a drink of his of his mead you see that this guy is actually a half-orc that's sitting here, and everybody else that's here is human. 
So this guy is like you you happen to look over as he's hmm. taking a drink and it's just like snap to you're like this guy doesn't fit. Okay. Does it look like this half orc is part of this group or is just a civilian that happens to be in here with them? Uh it, you got a 17. It looks like he's he's coincidentally here. Okay. He's not uh, talking then... to anybody. He's kind of just minding his own and and you can tell that he's scanning the room himself like reading everybody in the situation but also not part of it okay um liza is going to loudly announce i just want everybody to know i will be performing i have to go take piss i be outside and then walk outside use the glamoured studded leather to change <laughs> into like similar black cloak and mm-hmm. just chill clothes and then turn into the mayor from Prussia. <laughs> okay. Who is someone that theoretically no one here would recognize. Uh-huh. And then walk back in and Liza's just going to walk in. Uh, I, I can make up a name and just be like, Baki, uh, I would really appreciate if you would just get me a mead. Uh... I don't belong here. This guy does not look like he belongs here. So please get him a meet as well. And I'm going to hang out with him for a bit. Hello. My name is Cherithin. What is your name? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh... <laughs> uh... He, grun- he grunts at you. <clears throat> And sips, takes a big old swig, slams his cup down. You can call me Barlow. Barlow. Okay, okay. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Barlow. Like I said, name is Cherithin. Cherithin. Uh, Thank you. For, hey, hey, Mikey, thanks for typing that out. <laughs> uh, it, it's, a verbal, it's a verbal name. Uh, there is no set way Cherithin. to spell it. Cherithin. It doesn't matter. So uh, That's you what they say it. about... That's what they say about Barlow, too, but it might just be because I don't read. I mean, I definitely think that could be the case. I can read fire. Hi, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to just interrupt. I just, I, I just uh, you have such a unique name. And then you, you mentioned it being like a verbal name, but not like a written name. And I thought that was so interesting. Like, why was like right? bothering those strangers? I'm so sorry. <laughs> can <laughs> I'm going to try and bluff and just be like, Hello, hel- hello, young lady. I- I'd like to know your name. I've never met you before at all. What is your name? Oh, oh, so sorry. Uh, I'm Babbitt the Dear. Burbage. Uh, uh, my, my companion is the, um, the you know, the, Barlow the, moves over the one flashy stool. one Fuck. with the armor. And then, of course, this, this here uh, is my, <clears throat> my platonic partner and life uh, sidekick and just best friend left. Uh, Liza is just going to go fascinating and then go back to Barlow and, uh, now one just, stool over. <laughs> yeah. Just turn back over. Oh, I, I see you made a little bit of room, a little bit more room for us. I, I, I totally get that. Yeah. For you. Right. Correct. I appreciate it. You really read my mind there. You, you with these troops, you don't look like one of them. No, no. I'm a, I'm a disgusting piece of shit from Kresha. 
<laughs> I'm a disgusting piece of shit myself. It's like we got something in common. And he clinks down his glass again. Or his, his bam, mug. Bam, bam, bam. Ooh, bam. I can feel my dick getting hotter. Okay, so. I'm just from up the hill there. Just up the hill. So you guys are at the foothills of Sirfindal, so yeah, some someplace up the hills there. Ooh, Ooh. Mm-hmm. I I haven't met a whole lot of folks from Sirfindal. Most of the people, uh, most of the things that I've come across walking around these parts are just goblins. Vile, vile, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, somebody's got to clear these things out. I mean, I don't necessarily believe in extermination. I'm more just like I just want to run away. I'm fast. Yeah, you look like the type. Again, so you're not listeners. You can't see Max's face, but when he said that, like I believed him. You're uh, you're not with the indigos. You with that crimson? No, 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 no. Honestly, I don't really, I don't really partake in in the colors. I prefer the color black because it's it's all the colors. It's none of the colors. It blends in at night. I can run away during the day. I'm fast, like I said. And, uh, you know, people don't really remember black. They remember crimson. They remember indigo, you know? That's why I was drawn to you. You're, you're wearing all black. You're also a half-orc. Everyone else in here. Interesting. He grabs this chunk of sausage that he's got in front of him and rips into it. And, Liza, you notice as he rips into it, this guy's tusks are just, like, painted blood red. Ooh. Yeah. Colors aren't for everybody. Can I roll an insight or like a history just to see if Liza fully recognizes that because Max knows what that is but I want to yeah yeah I was actually gonna mention that that I think you can try to roll a history on it it's gonna be very high yeah. uh, but I just I don't think that that's but something Gaultier that Liza is gonna know, know. yeah yeah Gaultier would yeah. know um so history well that's a seven uh, yeah, nothing. It just it doesn't click. There's there's nothing there. You just, maybe he's just, just really intimidating. Maybe he just ate a maybe he just ate a goblin or something in his blood oh, on his yeah. teeth. Okay. Um, well, you know, Barlow, I I just want to say, if shit goes down, uh, I will run, but I will think of you as I'm running. So, uh, and I know if things happen, you'll probably get out of here fine and never think of me again. But it was a pleasure to meet you. Uh, I gotta be on my way. I like traveling hey. at night. Hey, you wanna make five gold pieces? I will not do anything with you sexually, but I might do other things. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> I'm more of a platinum guy when it comes to sexual favors. All, I, all I'm saying is it seems like you know, it seems like we got a thing or two in common, and maybe you can help me out. I've got the coin if you got the skill. What do you think? He looks over his shoulder. He says, that crimson over there. Give me his bag. His bag? Give me his bag. Uh. Fine. G- give me his name. Give me his bag. G- do, do you want the name or the bag? Well, I want the bag, but I'll take his name, too. Okay, if I just got his name, would that be like two gold pieces? You drive a hard bargain. <laughs> Don't laugh at me, man. <laughs> you get me the information you can from this guy, and then we'll just talk about how much it's worth. How's that sound? But you get me his bag, I give you five. 
Perfect. I, can I just want to say that canonically, Galtier Dejamo has said his full name at least 17 times since they entered. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he has gone to literally every single Oath Knight. Yes. Oh my God. Himself. He's yes. already, he actually introduced himself to Barlow, and Barlow just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Give me his name. I said it's Galtier Dejamo. Yeah, as soon as Dosk asked about Madrigal, he has name-dropped literally the whole Dejamo clan. <laughs> like, every right, fucking hey, one of them. You know, hey, you know what? It comes to mind that I actually know the guy's name. I heard him say it a couple of times. Here, So here's the deal. Well, do you know his middle name? I was I was honestly just going to sarcastically say Walter, and then I realized, like... Yeah, that, that, that's how Galtier got a middle name. Yep. <laughs> was yep. that you did that exact same thing too? My yeah. consistency is on point. Good to know that the um, first name you come uh, you think of is always just Walter. And mine's apparently Derek. <laughs> and, and Max apparently... is his chair. <laughs> chair what the fuck? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. How's this sound? I'll give you the five if you give me that guy's story. I don't talk to knights. Uh, I think I can get a story. Maybe we'll go take a piss. Uh, and then, yeah. <laughs> um, Babitha has definitely been eavesdropping this whole time. Cheers. Um, and this sounds, <laughs> this sounds dorky. Uh, Babitha would like to know if there's like some like weird magic shit that if you know information about someone, you can do bad things with it. Like, like what the fuck does he want? Galtier's name roll, and information. Roll a, Arcana. Okay, thank you. I yeah, think yeah, I know sure. this, like, as Max. Like, metagame-wise, I think I know this. See, and that's... Yeah, but I, but Babitha's like, why, what, what's yeah. going on? Um, also, I'm, like, worried that he's a fucking... Uh, doppelganger. Okay. Oh, that'd be interesting. That's a 16 plus 5. That's a 21. You're having this thought. You're thinking, maybe there's some sort of spell or something that this guy could do that's going to affect Galtier if he knows his full name or whatever. And you're you're looking at this guy. You're trying to get the angles on him. You're scoping him out. And you're seeing that this guy is, like, scarred up with leathery, gross skin. He's muscular and has calluses on his hands. This doesn't look like somebody who is a caster. This right. looks like somebody who is in the thick Fire. of battle. Yes. Okay. So anyways, there we were. We were out on the sea. The creature's tentacle flopped up on the deck, and I took my sword and I chopped it off. Oh, There's blood my. and ooze everywhere. Oh. It's a true oh story. You are absolutely right, sir. That is an incredible story. Can you believe three ships attacked at the same time? It's uncanny. It's unbelievable. Except that I was there. Uh, I've always said that sailors make the best dinner dates, don't you think? She's just like literally looking at everybody, like everyone <laughs> around her. Just equal opportunists, just hungry eyes. And then you just hear from outside the door, just Liza going, <clears throat> just like clearing, like just stone, stone silent air. <laughs> Bell rings at the top of the door. Liza's in the doorway. <clears throat> oh, Liza! Good of you to join us, darling. How are you? 
that piss was vicious. Uh, I was worried I... you were out there for quite a while. <laughs> I thought maybe you wandered off, but you know, there's not a lot around here. And of I mean, I had was... to find my privacy. I mean, oh, of course. I mean, I imagine there's a lot of trees occupied around here. And not a lot of shrubbery, you know? Most so. of them were occupied, especially, weirdly, by um, children. They were just hanging uh, there. They wouldn't even let me get close. They would bring out little daggers and just be like, back off. And they'd cut. Strange. An excellent lore detail for this part of the world. <laughs> children uh, of the woods. Laza, yeah, everyone, everyone knows about the tree children down here. You have to be very careful because, as you pointed out, they are rather stabby. <laughs> it's just like a bunch of just like feral children with just each of, each of them has a knife and just like yep. you can't get near these trees. <laughs> so I good. fight for the trees, motherfucker. Oh, man, All the kids also good. have huge like prune bristle mustaches. <laughs> but Liza's just gonna come in and uh, really quick just like say a really quick like slam poem just stand up on the on the yeah. bar and yeah. just have a slam poem just like fighting oh sorry fighting war indigo crimson what do you think when you think about this one <laughs> and, and just like at, I mean can I roll a per- performance check? Sure, sure, yeah, absolutely roll for roll performance. We'll see who's captivated by this terrible. Clip was helping poem. by doing an interpretive dance. Oh yeah, so you can have you can have advantage. Clip oh, was wow. helping. <laughs> the frog is just like he's really he's walking like into... an Egyptian on this on the stage. Blep is really into Lysa's performance art. He's a genuine fan. What what why what's what's the problem with that? Uh, they rolled a nineteen. Uh, yeah, okay. You you you've captivated a, a good number of these people who are like, this is deep. It's so deep. Like probably half the room is still just engrossed in their own stories and food, but the other half is like, oh yeah. And that frog. Galtier, Galtier sheds a single tear. <laughs> Galtier's just like, I finally get him. <laughs> All right, so into their brand. <laughs> you guys can eat your dinner and drink your drinks and tell your stories, chit chat up with whoever you want to. Um, is there anything in particular that you want to do? It's mainly uh, trying to figure out what, how Liza is going to go about the whole chair thing and bag mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, at least from my perspective, trying to, because what is in. I mean, actually, I think what Liza's gonna we do. We know. Doesn't yeah. he have the shard? Oh, Galtier? Yeah, because we held onto it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I was gonna say, Liza basically, like, slyly tries to take everything out of the bag, leave, come back in as Cherithin, steal the bag, and then it's just empty. Such a rational. Okay, shit. all right. So, so are you gonna? You're gonna have to stealth this, obviously. Shocking. Does Galtier know what you're doing? Yeah, I think I think the first question is Galtier. Do you allow this to happen without question, or I guess Liza roll the stealth in the first place, and we'll see if Galtier even notices to question mm. it. 
Okay. Yeah, and I, and I think while all this is kind of happening, because it probably takes a while, Galthier's whole thing is he's just like schmoozing with these Oath Knights, right? Yeah. So he's just, he's doing like vague information gathering of like, what's up in Astervale? You know, mm-hmm. some of it's tactical, like boots on the ground, how are the roads? But a lot of it's just like, what's the vibe in the city? How are things? Trying like to get some leads on uh, Victorum DuPonts. Um, if we know, like, if this guy knows who that is and where we can find them, right? Um, but it is in that, uh, like, overly uh, sort of gregarious uh, Galtier mm-hmm. way. So he is, like, fully just, like, shooting the shit with the boys. This, you yeah, know, for sure. Over a long period of time. I mean, he's in his element. Do you want me to dump some of that info on you, or do you want to... Um kind of let me sprinkle that on you as you're as we're progressing whatever works best for you yeah i I feel like it'd be more natural to like as you approach astrovale to tell you this is what he told you this is what you're looking out for yeah yeah that's that way that way we aren't hung up here for too long does that work for you Mm -hmm. yeah so 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 you'll you'll get a bunch of information from him um that'll help you out um liza stealth roll matt perception roll Nick, I will text you. Ooh. Man, I wanted to roll bad on this, but it's pretty good. <laughs> Do you want me to say mine out loud? Yeah, sure. <laughs> that is a 20. Uh, okay. Put simply, you're chatting it up with the boys, drinking your beers, uh, and you look down as Liza is rooting through your bag, pulling things out of it. Um... Max, what is Liza's energy during this? Like, does this... Nonchalant, right? (laughs) Right, because, yeah, my question about it is, like, this seems like... (laughs) 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 Oh, I love love you just literally doing the scene over the webcam. Just full panic in the eyes. As soon as you make eye contact, just full panic. Because this plane was foolproof. (laughs) Galtier is going to see Liza and do the thing that he always does. His shoulders slump slightly. His head sort of lolls about a little exasperated and he lets out. Damn it, Liza! (laughs) (laughs) So good. Um, And then he says, what What are you doing? I, I promise. I had plan. Maybe not good plan, but it was plan. I would. Your import- plan involves my bedroll. Uh, yes. Um, not that way. We don't know. That's not us. But I will say, and then I walk up like very seriously, and just go, "Look at this scary boy over there." <laughs> yeah, what and about? I'm not saying he's scary because he's a half orc. I'm saying he's scary because he's scary. Um, Nick, so look I, at the half orc. Can, can I see his tusks? Just like when he's just like sitting at the bar because they're outside his lips, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think so. Yeah, I'll let it ride. Um, yeah, because you rolled a twenty perception. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Galtier will sort of look him up and down a little bit and then say, "Now, why are you so concerned with one of them red fangs?" If you saw the charming mayor come in earlier, you may have noticed that was probably me. <laughs> they hit it off. <laughs> very well and our friend Barlow over there asked our friend uh, Cherithin who go through your bag immaterial 
So, Charlton was asked to... It seems material that now all my materials <laughs> are on the floor of this roadhouse. That is true. That was me. It was also the mayor. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You know how it goes. Um, this is I... not... You are not making it is anything easier for me. I don't want to stand... One I'm bit allergic to honey, here. and the meat is really here. Babitha walks so. over and goes, Oh, God, here, darling, um, can you actually come help me? I wanted to order at the bar, and they don't um, actually have a stepping stool. Can you just... And she kind of gives you, like, a look of, like, trying to clearly guide you away and just, like, leave Liza. And Liza's just gonna sit down and just start, like, slowly, dejectedly packing things into his bag. <laughs> And just be like, I'm trying to give you I'll the opportunity to keep doing what you're doing, because I I overheard what was going on, so I'm trying to like give Gaultier the the clear that like no, it's okay. Oh. There's something going on here. Gotcha, oh. gotcha. <laughs> I'm gonna roll an insight to see if I pick up on that. Because yeah. I'm like, you know. Yeah, you guys are all wink, wink, nudge, nudge with each other now. There's something going yeah. on, and you just can't quite say it out loud. Uh-huh. Oh, man, that's only a nine. I mean, I think I'm being pretty obvious about it. Should I roll something? I guess you're deciding Performance, how right? Yeah, performance. So, like, anything over a ten? No, I want a performance from, uh, from Babitha. Oh, yeah, okay. she's trying to she's trying to make yeah. make a fake scene here. I, I like the contested performance versus insight. Yeah, I mean, I and I have to get a good roll because performance my jam here. Uh, that that is a nineteen. Ooh. All right, yeah. She sells it. She sells it. You know, okay. what, you know what? You you you've worked with Auntie Babs for a while now. Okay, okay. So yeah, Liza. Liza is going to... I would say the shard is not just loose in your bag, right? No, it's probably wrapped up in, like, fancy fancy yeah. textiles of some kind. Yeah, but, like, if I were to put that in my bag, this plan is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the idea that, like, Liza has just pulled, like, a bunch of stuff out of the bag and is looking at, like, Gaultier's bag, their bag, just around in general. Just just existential panic. Right? I've been fully imagining, right, like, a big, like, family-style, like, picnic table, right? Bench seating, uh -huh. one big yep, table. Yep, yep. And I've been imagining Liza under the table. And, like, this whole time. And so, like, Gaultier's been like, what are you doing, right? And, like, and I'm like, let's just go! To try to make it seem like maybe you're talking to me, because I'm short. Like, I'm trying so hard. Yeah. Gaultier, sort of clearly flustered, is going to get up with Babitha and just, like, sort of halfway, you know, back over the shoulder, like, nah, just... No, no, they were packed in that very. It's fine. Oh, I, no, I, I, fine. I, I, it's fine. It's, it's fine. It's all. Yeah, what did you need? You're too. You're too short to get a drink. What's going on here? Yes, come, come. Hey, she takes you to the far end of the bar. Be like, beautiful she's, like, miss here. The lady needs a drink now. Yes, yes, oh, yes please. happily. I got whatever you need. I got a chimmy one more. I'm a bit busy. Yes, yep. yes, oh, great. Right up. I'm coming right up. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I can't. You want me to bend down even lower? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Listen, that man back there hey, asked Liza to, to 
to acquire your, your bag specifically and was asking questions about you and, and who you are. And, and I'm not really sure what's going on there. I can't think of any arcane reason that he would need that information. Uh, but he seems specifically interested in you. And so I believe what Lysa's doing is trying to remove any of the valuables from your bag, say, I don't know, one shard uh, and a full of runes. Now that is my What are you doing so here. close to me? Fuck out of here. <laughs> Moves over one stool. <laughs> <laughs> to me? I'm on the opposite <laughs> end of the bar specifically. I just it's said a, I moved. It's a different soldier. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just like stuffed ourselves between two people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. Nick, does... Does Galtier think know of any like reason why uh, a Red Fang soldier like that might have like a reason that's on the up and up to be interested in him or what he's doing, or is this like as suspicious as it feels as a player? I think that given your history and knowledge of the Red Fangs. Um, so for just a little bit of background for, for everybody else, the Red Fangs are s- sort of a legitimate faction through the kingdoms, um, but they are more known for not doing things on the up and up. So for example, if you needed something to be taken care of in a professional and stately manner, you would send your Oath Knights to take care of it. If you needed... Well, I'm not going to put any direct terminology, but if you needed something less savory done you might call up the red fangs and have them go do something for you right um if you need something that might make someone feel that they were breaking an oath then it goes right exactly thank you exactly exactly um so that in mind I think that your feeling here is definitely going to be that it is probably as suspicious as it feels to you as a player. Like, if a Red Fang Uh, is interested in you, there's probably not a good reason. Galtier is going to quiet down a little bit and sort of, you know, lean in with Babitha and say, well, now I don't know how much you know about them folk, but that, that ain't a good sign for us. They work for the king sometimes, but um, those are more assassins than soldiers, if you get my meaning. If they have an interest in me or us, it doesn't bode well. Oh dear. Well, all right. Well, let's um, let's see what happens here with Liza. Unfortunately, you've been going around telling everyone your name, and I also She's a very important myself. man. Yes, so, uh, uh, quite. Um, so, uh, okay, okay, so, um, perhaps, uh, I can, can we, we can just keep an eye on him, or, or rather let Liza do their thing, and, and when they get out of here sooner rather than later, or perhaps, I, I, I'll wait here for you. I'll wait here for your drink. Why don't you head over there, Liza? Let them know. Uh, be on the up and up and to be careful having any dealings with that sort. 
Ooh. Will do. Doherty. Thank you, darling. Could you also get me um, a, a, a slice of... Oh, yeah. Can I get two, two hunks of bread and one mm-hmm. hunk of cheese? Also with my drink. Thanks, Scotty. If you could just bring that over to the table. So bring you some stew as well. Oh, oh, stew would be delightful. Yes, thank you, darling. You look a bit uh, hungry. So Babitha's uh, walking over and Babitha like hops up onto the table to be like sitting so her, her feet are definitely not touching the ground and she's trying to not kick Liza. Uh, but she's also kind of like tapping her foot on the ground to like make mm-hmm. it clear that uh, like something's going yeah, on. Yeah, so, so... Uh click over to the next next phase here Liza you've got the bag you've got it mostly you've got it staged we'll say emptied out and filled with what you want it filled with yeah I mean mainly I was going through my inventory and like I just have a costume I, I have some costume clothes uh, from my own pack mm-hmm. I have a candle and I have a uh, three sets of rations and that is pretty much what I'm willing to give up and put it Max, into his bag I I don't want to give you this information but I have to, <laughs> I feel obligated you would find in my pack uh, with all Crap of the normal D&D pack stuff yeah, big ass dildor um, yeah. no, because of my background I also have a set of fine clothes a signet ring, and apparently I walk around carrying a scroll of pedigree. Oh my god. <laughs> you fucking so, would, Gaultier. Yep. Oh. Dejimo's so me. bougie. He's got a fucking birth certificate <laughs> scroll that he's just rolling around with. How, just how in case. Would would Liza know how attached Gaultier is to that scroll of pedigree? It's probably never come up directly. You know, I'm sure he's never, like, brandished it at them and been like, this is how attached I am to this, right? Um, But I think they would know that he is... uh, It's obviously very important to him that his family is important and he won't ever Mm -hmm. stop saying his name all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, they would have a pretty good idea that, like, that might be a thing. Um, Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the fine clothes and that signet ring in in with the pack as well, and then uh, I'm also going to include my plus one leather armor because I okay. feel like including one thing that is pretty valuable in there would be worth it, would be more legit. Something to maybe throw off the scent or something. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna then walk out, leave both of the bags under the table, and then come in as yeah, Sheraton, sure, sure. and then like act like I'm sneaking and grab the bag. Right, come yeah. over and yeah, say sure. something to Babitha or whatever. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I make, love your make hat, it a drop. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, sure. Scoop yeah. it up, head your way, make your way back towards the bar, towards Barlow. Yeah. Um, and you like slyly handed over to him um and he's he's pretty sly himself and he kind of takes it from you and he he's wearing this like big long trench coat kind of thing and he like leans forward right there and like covers covers one of his sides and leans into it and you see him just like flip the top off the bag right there as he's sitting 
keep a lookout. Tell me if you see anything. And I will do that. He just starts going through the bag, like, right here, right right in front of everybody. Like, every now and then he's, like, looking back up at you. But he's also, like, pretty sneaky about it. He doesn't look super suspicious. It looks like he's kind of leaning forward, just drinking and eating. And every now and then glancing down as he's shuffling stuff around. Hmm. And then after a minute or two, leans back up and he, like, with his foot, slides the bag back over to you as he's nonchalantly stretching. Did you, uh, you get his story or what? I think I gathered enough. Uh, mm-hmm. That pedigree is is pretty, uh, you know, when I was, I was going down, it, it was surprising. It was on the top of the bag as if he, like, brings it out a lot. Mm. Like it yeah, wasn't, it, would, it wasn't it protected. It w- that pedigree looks well worn. It looks like there is a lot of use of this is who I am. <laughs> you uh, see what I'm saying when I say I don't like the knights? They're all the same. I, I mean, some of them can get it, they're others all, all uh, can't. So, uh, I mean, I don't know what you're feeling, but uh, if the if the mood strikes me right, I don't kick him out of bed. Okay. He, so he I grabs think... he grabs the last of one of his big fat sausages and just <laughs> tears into it. He stands Seems up. like funny timing to be doing that, buddy, especially after what I just said. So he uh, I think you. his story. I think his story is mainly he's a pretty boy, mm-hmm. and if you look and you look at his insignias, those are brand new. The uh, the the markings are hmm. surprisingly sharp oh. for a man that old. I would not say that. Uh, oh. I would not say that he is exactly a uh-huh. well-worn oath knight. Seems to be a little green. Interesting. At least to me. But I wonder what he's doing all the way out here then. Heard I him mean, say he's, he's going the, the other direction. Yeah, he's going the other direction. I mean, he he came in with that little uh, with that with that little one in the frog in the frog yeah. thing. And, that weird and then look. that one who kept talking about taking a piss. I don't even know yeah. what's going on. Yeah. Terrible, but terrible, terrible artist. Terrible. There were some lines that were okay. And uh, well, I think that... I guess art is a matter of perspective, isn't it? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. It. Terrible artist. So he, gra- he, he takes a big old <laughs> out of his sausage and squirts like grease at you. And he stands up and he's... Well, anyway, thanks. Appreciate the information. <laughs> he, he throws, tosses his coin pouch on the on the table. He turns around. And he, you can hear him make out as he's walking away. I guess that's one down. And he's like walking back towards the far side of the bar where the stairs are to go upstairs. Cheridan's just gonna. Is that coin pouch like the five coins that he's giving me, or like paying for his meal? Uh, for you. Okay. I'm gonna grab that really quick. Immediately, throw it at the barkeep and say three rooms like quietly and follow in behind uh barlow and just be like excuse me miss ex- uh, wait miss yeah because you're you're the mayor right now uh, mayor, excuse yeah. me miss 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 Cherthen, please just one moment um well five five silver pieces isn't quite enough for three rooms <gasps> just uh, just he gave you silver instead of gold i'm sorry it's it's only just slightly a bit more, but... Um... Uh, I gra- I have the bag that I 
have of Galtier, and I put and down Barlow the is ring. gone. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> That's so annoying. The uh, so the sizing of this of this room was uh, we sized it at one gross Swayze. Uh, so yeah. it's a fairly small Naturally. room here, and uh, he was able to kind of weave his way around the people and get to the door, or I guess there's not a door, but like turn the corner to the stairs that go upstairs, and you you have lost him. But I know he's going upstairs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So he's okay. still in the building. Okay. In theory. That's fine. I guess, I guess Liza's not going to stress about it too much, um, considering they're going upstairs and if they have to escape out of the second floor then this is more even more sketchy than they would have originally thought so Liza is going to again have Goltier's pack run outside come back in <laughs> as Liza and just be like um I just I just saw a quite dashing but horribly offensive <laughs> Uh, middle-aged woman uh, say that they wanted to get rooms for the three of us. Um, how much do I owe you? Apparently you got five silver pieces. I can I can uh, handle the rest. There are four of us. Yeah, but I figure you and Blep, Blep doesn't share the a same room bed. with you? I mean, we don't share well, a bed. Surely he can sleep out in the barn. He's- yeah, I that <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Sleep out with the damn horses. God, he sleeps out with the stabby kids. Just moments <laughs> left in the in the evening oh. before we shut our eyes, and you manage to get another dig in it, Blep. You canonically, bastard. Blep is the leader of the Tree Children, right? Yeah. <laughs> they worship him yeah. as their yeah, frog yeah, yeah. master. Yeah, all of the kids uh, no, actually we... were yelling at me and grung. <laughs> we do, we we do, of course, share a room. Uh, personally, I feel like we should all be sharing a room. Uh, yeah, if I'm someone is trying to like scope us out, right? Um, oh, but uh, but Bluff and Babitha absolutely uh, share a room and okay. alternate uh, then, watches. Then I think Liza. I think Liza will. Uh, I think you will have made that known, and just been like. No, we'll take one room. Uh, yeah. and, uh, we yeah. only need the one room, uh, darling, if that makes a difference. I think the five silver should cover one room, surely. Oh, of course. Of course. Five, perfect. Five uh, one room, of course. Oh, perfect. Okay. perfect. Keep, Thank you keep... so much. Uh, do you have an extra pillow? Ooh, I can try to find your pillow, but, well, there's lots of people here tonight. Well, surely I... one of these handsome gentlemen is willing to, to help an old woman with some creaky bones, you know? I've got a bad leg, darling. It's, it's hell I'll on see you if we, I'll see if we can you. come up with something for you. Perfect. Thank you so much, Miss A. You're, tre- you're just a treasure and, a, and an absolute delight. Oh, and your meat's delightful. I'm going to put and... you in the last one on the right. Perfect. Thank you. I'll start that way. Um, okay. It's gonna take Babitha, uh, her, her leg is acting up, so she's mm-hmm. she's gotta start kind of slowly making her way up using the, she's uh, using the handrail and she kind of, um, <laughs> actually, why don't, uh, la- yeah, I guess Galtier and Liza, will you both make perception checks? Can I have them make a roll? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. Holy shit. Ooh. The worst timing for this, probably. That is a natural 20. 
I got a I got a twenty six. Okay, cool. Holy shit. Um. So Babitha has this whole, you know, little moment. She gets to the stairs, and and she she seems like she actually is kind of limping pretty bad, you know, worse than she was earlier uh, in the night. And she's got her hand on the rail, and uh, she kind of gets about halfway up the stairs, and she looks over her shoulder, and she actually sees you, Gaultier, looking at her, and she kind of winks at you, and uh, she kind of kicks her foot out a little bit, and you suddenly just realize that she is slowly lifting up the ground and floating up the <laughs> stairs. She still has her hand on the handrail, though. Still has her hand on the handrail. Roll a constitution check for splinters. <laughs> it's like the it's like little kids when you when you grab both sides of the escalator oh, thing and right. take your feet up. <laughs> exactly. And so she's just slowly using her her broom. So. uh uh, in transit here, I guess this is a good opportunity. In transit, uh, while on the the back of the horse here, Babitha has uh, actually kind of taken apart uh, Hubbub, the hurry staff, uh, her homunculus servant, and she has fashioned a new um, a new and improved Hubbub, the hurry broom. Which doubles both as oh, hell yeah. walking stick and broom mm-hmm. and and quarterstaff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, that's nice. That's clean. Yeah. Sick. So, just wanted everybody to have that nice little moment of hubbub 2.0. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. So let's let's move forward just a little bit here through the um, roadhouse. Um, the evening is dying down. Go ahead. Does Liza kind of like? Do we get a download on how that how the exchange went and everything? I kind of figure as as we as we wind down for the night and as we are getting into our room and and going to bed, that is when Liza discloses because it wouldn't make much sense to try and do it in an open room when we're going to have a private room later that night. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Yeah, because I think um, whenever that happens, Scott's here. We just sort of suggest like well, perhaps we could. Uh, extend our merriment a little bit later into the evening and uh after we get a a bit further in our cups we might forget which room is ours have to knock on a few doors that is interesting aggressive and scary so i'm sure (laughs) it'll work out i love this plan i can't hear it but i love it Oh wait! Did uh, did Barlow actually take physical objects? Nope, he, didn't, he didn't take. He anything. didn't take any of the stuff, right? Just the nope. Okay. Nope. Just left the bag. Well, I don't know if we need to go that far, but we might want to shake down our new friend. But perhaps we'll meet him on the road as well. Well, what do you? I, I mean, I mean, now's the time to decide, I suppose. Do you want to try to to hunt down his room, or do you guys want to bed down and uh, carry on, knowing that you know? He didn't take anything from you. And is it us, or is it just one day Jameau, or it, like, is it the soldiers? Like, who mm-hmm. is it he's trying to figure out? We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. So mm-hmm. Liza, Liza can literally just turn into the guy that the we AP? met, because Liza can turn into any size humanoid, and then they're. Uh, Studded leather armor can turn into like 
breastplate. Oh, that's cool. So, what a a great piece of equipment. Yeah. Wait a minute. Do we just impersonate Barlow to like get a get a room number? Oh fuck. Um. Just hey hey oh oops I forgot my key. (laughs) Yeah. Oops I can't remember which room is mine. Although that one might be harder to pull off, but. I, I locked myself out of my room. Yeah. <laughs> but what if she goes upstairs to let you in with her master key? And he's in there. Because yeah. that feels to me like what an innkeeper would do. Yeah. yeah. In this time period. And it feels like something we would know they would do in this time period. Liza is just going to do a minor illusion, a knock on every single door in the inn. Just like one at a time. So you can see everybody. I thought you were gonna do them all at the same time. So everybody like open their door and we're like. No, Uh, I was thinking if you do it like one at a time, it's like more chill. Like there's not as much commotion. That was my thought. Is that what you wanna do? I mean, do we think that that works? I think that would work. I, yeah. Gaultier kind of wants to like force a conversation with Barlow. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. I mean, I'm definitely interested, but I'm like, are, what are what are we prepared to do when he's like, wants to kill us? Maybe I just knock on all the doors as Cherithin and I'm just like, I Where found out at, more information. Boy? I found out more information. Like I, <laughs> where are you at? Where are you at, boy? <laughs> uh, no, like hey, I, I got another sausage for you, big boy. Come on. <laughs> so then, I mean, because all we need is his room. We just need him to open the door, and then, like, Galtier is literally on the like. Let's just jump in there and and demand things. But, yeah. But Liza's of the, this guy looks terrifying. Yeah, he's definitely a big burly guy. Like, and also, once uh, once he opens the door, I can cast command on him. True. Explain. This is, I'm, I'll defer to Galtian. You're our tactical well, master. <clears throat> well, now I do think we want to find the motivations of this particular character. But perhaps we should try your methods, keep things, keep the blades in their sheaths for as long as we can, in case our friend here is more volatile than we expect. Must be a shame to rough up this nice roadhouse. I, roadhouse. I appreciate your understanding of discretion. When you are a hammer, everything looks like nail. When you are a screw, everything looks like you can fuck it. Jesus you know, that's not a saying I've heard before, but I, I like the sound of it. I think maybe you got a couple of words wrong there, but that's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So Liza's just going to go door by door as Cherithin and basically just do minor illusion knocking on doors Okay. until he opens his door. Yeah, sure. You get a you get a good number of... of uh no responses as some people are still downstairs 
uh, drinking and partying. You get a fair number of uh, a couple of, of knights kind of dressed down, open the door and peek out. You know, oh, no, what do you want? And then go back in. And then finally at the uh, third door on the left, you get a piss off. Okay. Uh, and then I'll just go back to Gaultier and say third door on the left. What do we want to do? Well, if you don't mind, maybe we try a little bit of that magic of yours, and if that doesn't get us what we need, we use a little magic of mine. <laughs> I'll open the door and say, what do you want to know about Galtier de Jumeau? And then he says whatever he says. I say, and then I cast command, and I say, like, disclose. Every, I want to know why you're interested in Galtier de Jumeau. Cast command, disclose. Yeah. Or answer yeah. or something. I, yeah. I was going to say, we also might want to look at a like who or a why type question that might have a singular answer. Right. Yeah. Raz, I think, I think if we can establish who it is that's after this information, that leaps and bounds, and I'll be there on the other side of the door. If things go sideways, I'll, I'll take care of the big man. Okay. I'm going to walk up and knock as Cherithan. Uh, Galtier will position himself like against the wall that um, Barlow's door is on. You know, the kind of classic like outside, you know, so Liza can see Galtier and know like to strategically have the door in the right spot, but he can spring in there if he needs to. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. Um, He says, I said piss off! And you hear the the doorknob and it cracks just an inch or two. I... If you, I, if you think you're getting the cold, you're wrong. I gave you what you were worth. Get out of here. Wow. He closes the door. I just turn over to uh, <laughs> Galtier. I'm just like, I really need to work on my brevity. And I think you work quite a bit more. And I'm going to... Uh, I'm just going to pick the lock. Yeah, I was gonna ask, is it did he relock it or did no, he just you shut could, the door? You could you could just open it. Oh. Okay. Or try. I'm just gonna reopen and uh Galtier, I want you to follow in right behind. Cause at this point, like, we're just going at him. If you give if you give Galtier the signal, he'll kinda nod and say like, you just get that door open quick and I'll be in there just as fast. Yeah. Um, Galtier's going to pull out his rapier. Mm-hmm. Um, and literally as soon as um, Liza opens the door, spring in and try to basically like hold this guy up. Um, okay. The door slams closed in Liza's face. Liza talks to you. You guys just make this plan. And in this, just this instant that it takes you guys to make this plan, the door Liza swings the door open and you can see that Barlow is five or ten feet into the room now like moving back towards the bed to sit down or whatever he was doing and as the door swings open and you guys come in you see him just turn and he's got this like rage on his face he's just straight seeing red and you see like in this motion he turns and you see like his trench coat flips open and you see four or five hilts that are just strapped on the side 
and he just like it in just a swift motion and just immediately has one in his hand and without any semblance of hesitation he moves straight towards Liza completely ignoring Galtier now you better think twice there boy before you try this you're gonna tell me exactly what's going on here um, and I want to use my commanding presence to make an intimidation check we will fight next time on Knuckle Bones. And while this music is playing, you can roll your intimidation so you don't forget. Unless you want to hold it. Uh, I'll go ahead and roll it now. So yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. We got so, the tone. So, presence lets me spend a superiority time. do that. Oh, Melly. 29. Okay. That's an 18 plus a 6 with a modifier of 5, baby. Leave it to you guys to be entirely efficient and effective at drawing out a single. Hey, I got another sausage for you, big boy. Come on.